Let's talk Tanya for the ninth day of the first other. Today we begin chapter 29 in Tanya. And let's uh, recap and um, see where we are. The larger topic began with the beginning of chapter 26 when the Rebbe informed us just how important it is to constantly be in a state of positive emotions and to avoid negative emotions because negative emo emotions drains us of the energy necessary in order to be able to fight the battle against our animal soul and be able to serve God properly at all times. The problem is that we have many negative emotions. So it's easy to say, don't have negative emotions, but we have them. So the last um, two and a half chapters, the end of chapter 26 and 27 and 28, we dealt with a variety of negative emotions and Dr. Rebbe taught us um, how to lessen them and possibly even eliminate them. So theoretically, we are, we are finished with our negative emotions. What's next? So you think, okay, no more negative emotions. Now we're ready to figure out how am I supposed to be happy? How do I live a life filled with positive emotions? But we're not there just yet. First, in this chapter, chapter 29, and the next, chap the next chapter, chapter 30, uh, 30, Dr. Rebbe is going to talk about a phenomenon called Timtum Halev. Timtum Halev literally translates as the heart being stopped up, which means um, an inability to feel emotions. A person who is apathetic, numb, emotionally unresponsive. So this is not negative emotions. The person is not in a negative space, not in a negative emotional space. But what happens if, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in a negative emotional space, but hard as I try, my heart is stopped up. It's as if, you know, whatever I think and all the positive thoughts that I'm thinking, they're not trickling down. There's like a cork in my heart and it's not allowing me to feel, not allowing me to feel feelings of the positive feelings, feelings of love for God and feelings of joy and happiness. What do we do then? So the first thing that we need to say before we get to actually the, the you might want to say the, the antidote or the recipe, how to deal with Timtum Malev that Rebbe is going to talk about in this chapter, we have to talk a little more about the problem, the issue. Because we know Tanya is predicated in the idea of Chabad. Chabad is the intellectual faculties. And the large, the large idea of Chabad is that when we use our intellectual faculties, when we um, think um, intensely and strongly, and we focus and we concentrate and meditate on a certain idea, that is supposed to lead us to have corresponding emotions. So if I think about the greatness of God, for example, that ought to lead me to have a love for God, that ought to, ought to lead me to have a reverence and an awe for Hashem, for God also. So that is... If a person were to come to me and say, Rabbi, I'm not feeling any emotions, I would say to the person, well, did you engage your Chabad? Did you engage your intellectual faculties and try to use your mind to actually generate feelings? But what if the answer is, yes, I did, and it's not working? That's when we have Timtum Halev. So the first response when someone is saying, I don't feel the passions and emotions is, well, try, to, try the Chabad approach. But what if the Chabad approach is not working? The person is thinking, med meditating, contemplating, and still unable to develop emotions. So here the Alter Rebbe brings down the advice that's brought down in the Zayar. The Zayar, interestingly, the, the Zayar quotes the Rosh Yeshiva, the head of the Yeshiva in Gan Eden. So in Gan Eden, in, in, in Paradise, there's also a Yeshiva over there, run obviously by angels over there. And the Rosh Yeshiva, the greatest scholar of all, of all the angels over there, so he once said as follows, which means that if you have a thick log and you're trying to light it on fire and it's not working, it's not catching on fire, so what do we do? You crush it. You have to splinter it. When you splinter a thick log into small little uh, wood chips, then it will easily um, be, be able to set it ablaze. And the same thing, the Rosh Yeshiva says, 
that gufa de leisolik be in the head of the nishmasaf. You have a body and the fire, the passion, the light of the neshama is not catching on. So what do we do? Mevachinally, we have to crush it. Basically, what we're saying over here is this is an ego issue. That your body is too thick. When we say the body, we're not talking about the physical body, obviously. We're talking about the coarseness of the physicality. You are so self-centered and you're so self-oriented and you're so obsessed and excited about yourself that excitement about God, about Torah, about mitzvahs can't catch. It's not going to catch on because you're too busy being excited about yourself. Your ego is too powerful. And therefore, if I want to be able to um, be a receptacle for holy passion, holy emotions, I need to crush the ego. And this is what we're going to be learning about in the next two chapters, how to crush the ego. It's going to be a bitter pill to swallow. It's not easy. We have to understand, however, number one, this is option two, not option one. Option one is if we're not feeling excited, we use the Chabad. This is only when option one is not working. But when option one isn't working and the ego is just too intense in order to allow the holy emotions and feelings of the neshama to take hold, we need to engage in a little ego crushing. What does that look like? How do we crush the ego? For that, join us tomorrow as we talk some more Tanya.